I don't trust people who don't love themselves and then tell me I love you. Maya Angelou says that there's an African saying she likes a lot, which is be careful when a naked man offers you a shirt. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello. This week's episode is about trusting oneself. And I chose this quote to start because I realized that how and where we trust ourselves is going to be really closely linked both to whether others see us as trustworthy and also to our own capacity to trust others. So what I want to do today is to explore how you can do an inventory of the trust that you have of yourself, how you earn it and how you can lose it over time. And I thought I would start by looking at myself and asking one or two of those people who are closest to me, what areas do I trust myself? And how does that trust influence the decisions that I make, how I behave, and then how others are going to respond to me? So let me give you an example. Near the top of my list is that I do trust myself to generate an income. I've been self-employed for most of my life, and rather than having an employer, or whilst for some people that might feel scary, for me it actually kind of relaxes me, because I do know that I can go out into the market and make something happen. If not with one client, then maybe with another. And that trust in myself has given me a lot of freedom. It's let me take, I think, more risks, because even if not all of them work out, I do have a belief now that there will always be opportunities around the corner. And I think that confidence has in turn impacted the way people respond to me, because I think it inspires confidence in them that investing in my services will pay off and generate some value for them. And of course, the more evidence that I have of this, the more my trust of myself grows. A second area for me where I have trust in myself is I trust my own self-discipline to put into my body what it really needs to be healthy. It's kind of like I hear my body talking and I respond to it and I respond to it pretty well. If I crave something, it's usually something good and I feel like it does me good. So again, I've kind of built confidence and trust in that part of myself. And that in turn means that I have lots of energy, my mind is sharp, I rarely get sick and so on. So those are just a couple of examples that I had when I was reflecting on myself in relation to where do I trust myself? And I'd like maybe to consider that you might do the same thing. You know, it might be in the way you relate to people. It might be in certain skills that you have, certain things that you know reliably that you do trust yourself to be able to execute on and to deliver. So the first part of the exercise for this week is to start an inventory of what areas you trust yourself, where you trust your judgments, 
your capabilities, your ability to make good choices and kind of make that column one, put you know, maybe a few items in that. And then column two of that inventory would be, what evidence do you have that this trust that you have in yourself is well-founded? And what you'll find, of course, is that there are examples in the past where you have made the right call, made the right decision, moved forward in the right way. And so you build your confidence out that. So write down some of those evidence. And then the third column would be, how does the world respond and reward you for that trust you have of yourself in that area? So for example, in my case, the trust that I have in my ability to generate an income has come in part because the world has rewarded me by giving me that income. Then might be the fourth column would be, how could you capitalize on that? How could you use it for your own advantage and to help others? Because I do think it's incredibly important that we all know where we do trust ourselves. Now let's have a look at the other side of your trust ledger. Where do you not trust yourself? And what impact does that have on the results you produce? How others respond to you and what maybe could you do about that? So again, let me start with an example of my own. I don't really trust my own judgment in interviewing people. I think I'm too optimistic. Some would say I'm a bit Pollyanna. I overtrust what people say about themselves when I first interview them. And only later do I start to see the flaws. And I haven't quite worked out why I do that, I have to say, because in other areas of life, I'm a pretty good judge of people, for example, with clients. But the important thing I think has been for me is that I recognize that I don't trust my judgment in first interviews. Because what that then does is it allows me to use different strategies. So, you know, I've started to learn from other people who are much more masterful in terms of interviewing, for example. And I make sure that anyone I interview is always interviewed with somebody else with me. And in that way, I can gradually improve my success a bit. And so then I can build my trust in myself because I'm building evidence of those successes. So what happens in the areas of our life where we don't trust ourselves? As Maya Angelou said, be careful when a naked man offers you a shirt. I've found that instinctively people mistrust us when we don't trust ourselves. I know I notice it, and I wonder if you do too, when I'm around people who kept checking with me whether they're doing okay. I start to doubt whether they are. Or people who say something and then immediately change their mind if I disagree with them and start agreeing with what I said. Because I want people around me who do trust their own judgment. So you're exposed in many ways, I think, when you don't trust yourself. And then things tend to become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So your trust in yourself erodes a bit further. So what to do about this? So let's start again with the trust inventory. What are the areas in your life where you don't trust yourself? Let's write a little list of some of those. And you've probably got evidence that would support that mistrust. You know there'll be occasions where you got it wrong, or maybe you got it wrong several times, things didn't work out. Could be areas in your work life or your relationships. So like you did for the inventory of the areas where you do trust yourself, list down a few in one column 
where you don't. And then in the next column, what the evidence is to support that view. And then in the third column, what impact that might be having on the outcomes that you want. What to do then in a practical sense? You know, I always try to get practical in this podcast. So always I think the first step is to know yourself. Funny, isn't it? It's always know yourself is the first step on these things. Um, I think to admit to oneself that there are certain areas where I don't trust myself and that you've got some evidence to support that. So whether you had a number of things happen that built the evidence and that led you to the mistrust, or whether you'd had mistrust from way back and therefore that fed into the outcomes that you're now having, it almost doesn't matter. Because in the end, it becomes a bit of a vicious circle, I think, and we lose our trust, we lose our confidence. And what we need now is a virtual circle. And the best way to do that, in my experience, is a technique called chunking. So chunking involves breaking something down into bite-sized pieces, small enough that you can have some success. You know, the best way to eat an elephant, they say, is chunk by chunk. My organization has a great exercise we run sometimes in seminars where we teach people how to juggle in literally 45 minutes. And it happens through chunking. You chunk down the skill because no one almost has trust in their ability to juggle. But if you break it down small enough, people learn that in fact they can master one chunk. So they can master the chunk of throwing one ball up and having it land straight in front of them. And then you build it and you build it from there and you start to create this virtual cycle, a cycle of success, a spiral or where people's confidence start to grow as they add chunk by chunk. And then you add sort of recognition and praise and suddenly people have a different set of evidence because they can see juggling happening in front of them. It's a really neat little exercise. So chunking in that way is one thing. The second way I think you can do it is by building new evidence. And you build new evidence by reaching out for help. So once you've acknowledged that there are certain things that you don't trust yourself in, you know, then you can learn. You can find somebody who does trust themselves in that area, maybe, and they're probably quite unconscious about what they do. So you've got to be very specific to ask them questions about what specifically or how specifically they go about making certain decisions and doing certain things. And that way you pick up tips. The key is to own your own mistrust and take responsibility then for finding ways to build or rebuild it. Of course, blaming someone else or the circumstances won't help. But chunk by chunk, you can, if you become self-aware enough, build that trust. And with the evidence, then you get the different outcomes. So in summary, for this week, take some time to build yourself a trust inventory. Number one, what are the areas where you trust yourself? What situations, what types of decisions, what types of relationships? And what are the areas where you don't? Second column, list the evidence that you have to support why you don't trust or why you do. Third column, List the outcomes that happen as a result. Celebrate where you do trust and use it to your own advantage and to the advantage of others. And where you don't, chunk it down to rebuild slowly. And in all of this, remember that trusting yourself really is the cornerstone of being trustworthy 
and of contributing to trust within others, in teams, in relationships and in your organisation. So I wish you really well in a path of growth around trust and trusting. And I'll see you next week when we're going to start a new series. Bye for now.